We're glad you're listening to Rema for Today. Remember, he's full of compassion. Remember the same. You see, the text said here, they cried out, have mercy on us. The same Greek root word is used here. So he had compassion, or he had mercy. He had mercy. Compassion means to have mercy. He had compassion on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Now then, let's analyze that. Let's look at it for a moment. Here, these blind men ask for the mercy of having their eyes opened. Didn't he? Didn't he? And Jesus granted unto them the mercy of healing, proving that healing is a mercy as well as forgiveness. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching on God's Healing Mercies series on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Again, the scripture said, Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Again, the scripture said, As the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Not only toward the sinner, but toward them that fear him. The sick Christian can say with Solomon in Second Chronicles 6, 14, There is no God like thee, which keepeth covenant and showeth mercy unto thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. Then in the 25th Psalm in the 10th verse, Not some, but all the paths, all the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. All of them are. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth. Now, not just to his enemies, but unto such as keep his covenants and his testimonies. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Now, in conclusion, again today, let's come to the New Testament to see the mercy of God and the compassion of the Lord. Let's look again at Scripture we looked at yesterday and then add one or two to it. You'll notice in the, the uh, Mark, the first chapter, the 40th through the 45th verse, and there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now notice what it said. And Jesus moved with what? Compassion. Moved with what? Compassion. Compassion. Put forth his hand and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thy clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. I want you to notice again, it was compassion that moved Christ to heal the leper. Then another way to say that was, the healing of the leper was a display of his compassion. Say it another way, the healing of the leper revealed the compassion and the mercy of the Father God. Then we looked at this scripture, Matthew the 14th chapter, the 13th and 14th verse. He departed thence by ship into a desert place apart, and then when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the cities. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude, I'm reading the King James translation now, and was moved with compassion toward them. 
What did that produce? What does the next statement say? And he healed their sick. Hallelujah. So here, as elsewhere, he was plenteous in mercy to all that had need of healing. And it was what that moved him? Compassion. Same Greek word, translated compassion, translated mercy, is mercy. Compassion or mercy. All right, let's go a step further today then. Let's look at Matthew, the 20th chapter. I want to reemphasize, this is so important. We don't, we don't hear this so much. We ought to hear more of it. Because the more you hear it, the more you'll convinced, be convinced. All right, Matthew, the 20th chapter, 29 to the 34th verse. And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him. And behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. Now notice, when Jesus stopped and so on, what he said, What will ye that I shall do unto you? They say unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them. Remember, he's full of compassion. Remember the same, you see the text said here, they cried out, have mercy on us. The same Greek root word is used here. So he had compassion, or he had mercy. He had mercy. Compassion means to have mercy. He had compassion on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Now then, let's analyze that. Let's look at it for a moment. Here, these blind men ask for the mercy of having their eyes opened. Didn't he? Didn't he? Yes. And Jesus granted unto them the mercy of healing, proving that healing is a mercy as well as forgiveness. But you see, everybody knows forgiveness is a mercy. That's been preached widely, widespread. But how many of us know that healing is also a mercy? and is just as readily obtainable as is the mercy of forgiveness. And yet I've said that to people, I mean good people, even born-again, spirit-filled, full gospel people, preachers, ministers. And they said, I wished I could believe it. Well, do you think they got healed? No. Bless their darling hearts. Some of them had to retire early from ministry. Good men. But they doubted his mercy. They didn't doubt his mercy of forgiveness. But when you pointed this out to them, when I said this to them, they said, I wish I, with tears, I appreciate their honesty, but I wish I could believe it. I said, thank God I can. And I've been enjoying his mercy all these years. He is merciful. He is merciful. Hallelujah. In those days, friends, the sick, when seeking healing, did you notice this? Ask for mercy. Now, in our day, as I pointed out, most people think of mercy as applied only to the sinner. 
not knowing that his mercy is also extended to the sick. Hallelujah. Now look at this scripture. We'll, we'll close with this one. I mean, this ought to just be the, you know, we've just been driving the nail in the board, you know. Now we're going to clinch it on the other side. This, this will clinch it. Look at 2 Corinthians, the first chapter and the third verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Hallelujah. Man, I get happy just thinking about this verse. Glory. Woo, hallelujah. I just get happy thinking about this verse. Something starts turning flips on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of what? Mercies. Mercies. Plural. Mercies. Not the Father of mercy. Mercies. See, if he was just merciful to save, if that's all, then he'd just be the Father of mercy. But he's the Father of mercies. <laughs> Glory, he's still the Father of mercies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God of all comfort. Paul, who called God the Father of mercies, proved it by healing all the sick on the island, you know, of Melita there when he was shipwrecked. Because he is the Father of mercies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if I've helped you or not, but I've done it again. I preach be happy. Praise God. I think that we should uh, keep teaching along these lines and preach along these lines until folks start believing it. Amen. So after a while, somebody will catch on and start believing. He'll just keep preaching it. Amen. You know, D.L. Moody tells a story in his writings that when he visited England the first time, just through courtesy, he said to a young man, 19-year-old boy, well, if you ever come to America, come by Chicago, you know, and preach in this great church there, Moody Church. Well, a couple of years later, this young man is about 21 years old. He suddenly showed up one day at the Moody's door. <laughs> well, he, he just threw courtesy, you know, just have something to say and said, well, you know, he'd have no idea if that 19-year-old boy would ever come to Chicago, then he'd go to the moon. But he showed up. <laughs> Knocked on his door one day. And so he thought, well, dear Lord, I... You know, I asked him. So, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll just have services, you know, down in the small auditorium. He knew that fellow couldn't fill up the big auditorium, seat 5,000 like he did. But they had a small auditorium in the basement of the church and seat a few hundred. So, we'll have services, uh, you know, just during the week. You know, a few of them let him preach, you know, just through courtesy. Well, Moody was there the first night and he took for his text John 3.16. God so loved the world, gave his only begotten son, who's ever believed in him should not perish, have last night. Then Mr. Moody was called away. He had to go away and preach a funeral. And he had to travel some distance to get there by train. He's gone for three or four days. And he got back, slipped in in the nighttime, and inquired, you see, of his wife about meetings and so on and so forth. Oh, they're just marvelous. Said we had to move up in the big auditorium tonight. Couldn't get everybody in the big auditorium seated by that. Couldn't get them all in that small auditorium. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family 
by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD series, Discovering Jesus by Kenneth Hagin. Next in this offer is a CD from Kenneth E. Hagin entitled, Christ the Deliverer. All this for the special price of $18. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have a special day coming up. Mm-hmm. It's called International Rhema Day, yes. Sunday, May the 3rd. Yes. And somebody said, well, what is International Rhema Day? Well, it's a day that we've set aside, and we've been doing this for several years now, where individuals, groups, and churches are invited to participate with Rhema for that one day with praying for Rhema. We have yes. 256 campuses in 51 nations and support Rama with a financial gift mm-hmm. and then to tell others about Rama That's right. and and get students here people that you think that would benefit from coming to Rama yes that's what international Rama day is all about if you want to know more about it you can go to slash rd yes. and find out all about it but we would welcome you as an individual as a group of people or as a church to get involved with us on International Rhema Day. And I want to thank you ahead of time for doing that. Monday, Kenneth Hagen will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.